Welcome to a podcast designed to bring biblical encouragement to your weary soul. We are so glad you're listening and we pray God blesses you and strengthens you in your walk with Him. The Sweet Zilla Moments podcast is brought to you by the cooperative efforts of Sweet Zilla Ministries and Word Radio. Sit back and enjoy. Welcome to the Sweet Sela Moments podcast. This is episode 102, Kindling Kindness in Ourselves and Others. I like this title, Sharon. Kindness takes work, and we do need to kindle it and start that fire of desiring to not just be nice, but to be kind to others. Yes, kindness costs us. Mm. (laughs) It means we need to get out of our own way and notice another's troubles and not just focus on our own. Mm. And then we have to do something about their troubles. And that can be... um, troublesome <laughs> yeah. if we are feeling a bit busy and preoccupied ourselves. So let's try to recall some times. Can you recall some times when people were kind to you? Because honestly, kindness is so nice when it's done mm. to you. Yeah, and it can really stay with you for a long time. It can. My daughter just came back from snow camp um, this weekend. I was remembering my first time in snow camp, and I was a very awkward homeschooled child that was not making friends so well. There was only two other girls from our church, and they just were not interested in being friends with me. So I was sitting one day kind of lonely, and one of the youth leaders came up, and she just took me under her wing. Nicole, let's go ice skating. We went ice skating and cross-country skiing, and we talked and laughed, and she told me about Anne of Green Gables, and And she just completely blessed my heart as a little girl. And I had stayed close with her over the years. And actually, about two years ago, I wrote her a letter and just thanked her for her kindness to me when I was younger. Because I just was such an awkward, lonely child. (laughs) That is beautiful because, honestly, your whole uh, thought process of going away to retreats could have been ruined. Oh, yeah. I would not have gone back if it wasn't for her. And she invested a lot of time, it sounds like, in you. Who wants to hang out with a 6th, 7th grader for an entire... I mean, she really was so kind to me. I love her. I I don't even know her, and I (laughs) I love love her, her too. And now (laughs) I watch End of Green Gables, I'm like, hello, Cheryl, you're just such a wonderful human. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So that really stuck with me. And I remember when Josh and I were a young... We hadn't gotten married just yet. We were trying to work through marriage. We were dating in our old church. And this married couple who I thought was super cool, they had like five kids. It kind of like felt like they had life all together. They took us out to ice cream one night and just told us we were doing a good job. They were proud of us and how we were trying to be godly and seek God in in our coming up marriage. And we were really like wow, thank you. Like, they're like, oh, Josh was a trustee at the time, um, a trustee in training. And I was on the missionary committee. They're like, we love seeing you guys serve in the church. We're really proud of you. And whoa, like they saw us. They did. And they had how many kids? They had five kids. And they took you guys out. They had a lot of kids. Right. And now as a mother of four, I'm like, that was huge. Oh yeah. Now you know how huge that was. like, this is huge. Like I just, I never forgot them taking us out to ice cream so randomly to show us. That was such a huge time investment. Yes. I just love that. So that was really special. And then recently, I'm just loving PCA. Everyone's so polite in the pickup and drop-off line. They always let me out. (laughs) (laughs) It used to kind of feel like you got to wait your turn and bust out before everyone else to get in line and to move here. And if you've ever been through the PCA pickup line, it's rather twisty, turny, curvy. It can be confusing and stressful. Uh But the kindness of people there stopping to let people out. I'm just, I'm always shocked. And my my girls laugh at me like, oh, 
they let us out. They're like, mom, you say that every time. <laughs> like, but I'm so surprised. Like they, they let me out. Like they stopped the line of traffic that and let me get so out. so nice. I'm yeah. just so touched by kind. And it cheers me up for, you know, until someone cuts me off when I leave PCA. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it funny how a small thing can do a big thing? Oh yeah. You know, like just change like your mood. Ice cream. Yes. They, 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 this couple, going back to them, they took you out not for a meal and they didn't take you cream. out multiple times. No. They took you out for ice cream. Yeah. And somebody let you go ahead of them in line with a smile. Yeah, Little things can make such a difference. It doesn't take much. Yeah. Kindness is huge to change yeah. attitude. I can remember um, when Catherine was first born, mm-hmm. uh, my, my mom and my British grandmother came to stay with us, of oh. course. But Catherine was two weeks late. Oh. So my grandmother had a flight back to England very soon. So yeah. my, they could only stay like two days. Oh. And so they left very quickly because they had to go back to Massachusetts where my mother lived and I was in Maryland and then fly grandmother home yeah and I was all by myself with a baby and I didn't know what to do (laughs) and my mother had not stayed long enough to make me feel safe and one neighbor who I didn't even know that well just made a crock pot beef stew I mean with you know golden mushroom Campbell's soup we're talking not (laughs) not that great right right it was the best soup I uh, stew, excuse me, I had ever tasted. I got the recipe. Every time I make the stew, I think of how much mm. that little act of kindness oh, did yeah. for a, a young mom holding a baby and scared to death she was going to break her. Right. You know, just having a meal made with that so love. So beautiful. Oh, yeah. that is sweet. Right. And this helped me remember, I don't have to do a gourmet feast for somebody. I know. Right? We get hung up on doing something so big and so perfect that we mm-hmm. don't often do kindness. Right. And it's better to do a small kindness than no kindness because you can't yeah. do a great kindness. That's true. That's there a good go. phrase. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Back to our theme. Kindness is also a fruit of the spirit. Mm. Those who walk with God who is kind, become more like him over time as he leads them. Christians are called to this kind of living, Mm -hmm. (laughs) even when it's awkward or inconvenient or plain exhausting. You know, you still got to throw in the Campbell soup and make the crock pot, whatever. (laughs) And it's actually one reason I love belonging to a church, because we can practice kindness together. Mm, When someone has a need, we all bring one meal. For example, mm-hmm. in a two-week period, right. instead of one person bringing all the meals, we work together to serve and help a family that can't afford a moving van, and we all carry the boxes. Yeah, it makes it a little easier to be kind. It's true. It's kind of like our little our little offering we give gets multiplied to so many more things. You know, bringing yeah. our two loaves and our five wait five loaves fish the fish and the loaves those bringing ones. It, those little yeah. ones just bringing our little bit to God. I'm like I am so busy with my kiddos. I'm I just have enough money time to make one meal, but then five other families are making a meal right. for that family too. Right. And I love that. Yeah. You know, yeah. being it's together like, is kindness together is it's huge. huge. It's it, actually easier. Yeah, and I yeah. think those are the things that can change the world and change people's yeah. hearts is kindness. Yeah. It's an easy thing to multiply. It is. You know, I think you've heard those stories where one person will pay for the person behind. Like, oh, I'll pay for their coffee. I love those stories. Like 155 people will go through, you know, a coffee shop and and pay for the person. Yeah. Yeah. How fun. Like, that can change your whole trajectory of your day. It just can. And you're not really out any extra money because the person before you paid. No, exactly. (laughs) It's just the thought, that momentum. And, And once you've had kindness done and you realize how a little thing does a big thing. 
Yeah. You know, then you, you're more willing to do it. So, you know, it's, it's good. kindness is a huge way that we as Christians can make a big impact in the lives of those around us. You know, I think for non-believers in those millions of little ways, you know, it, but it takes a thoughtfulness to look out for ways to bless. And it does require putting of others' needs ahead of our it own. It does. You have to look and think, what do they need? And we're not naturally that way. We're no, kind no, of selfish. Because we're always, quote, busy. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> well, when I think of an Old Testament example of kindness, the book of Ruth springs to mind. Oh. That's That whole story is yes. kindness overload. So, Nicole, can you set the stage for this story, and then you and I are going to read back and forth together a little bit of it. Yeah, I love this story. I do, too. (laughs) So it starts out that there's a famine in their land, in their hometown. So Naomi's husband moves her to a foreign land with their two sons, and then while they're living there, her husband dies, Mm -hmm. which is so sad. And then her two sons marry these two girls from a foreign land, and then her two sons die. And she's left, Naomi is left in this foreign land with no husband, no sons, no way to support herself, no hope. What does she do? Yeah, pretty awful. <laughs> That's and pretty no awful. grandchildren and either. No, right. Nothing. And back then, yeah. women could not support themselves. No. They needed mm-hmm. a husband with security and children, sons specifically. Daughters yeah. were not security. Sons, sons were, were security. security. And mm-hmm. she'd lost everything. She had. So, yeah. oh. Yikes. All right. Well, we're going to pick up the story in Ruth 1.16. This is where one of the two um, daughters-in-law says, I want to go with you back to Israel, which is what Naomi decides to do. And even though Naomi's like, no, no, no. Why would you go back with me? I'm going to starve to death. I have no more thoughts for you. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. exactly. So um, why don't you start with verse 16 and let's read back and forth. Yes. So, well, her other daughter-in-law did actually end up going back to her foreign land. So that she, yes. said, she said, girls, go home to your families. I have nothing for you. No more sons. One of them did leave, and now she's talking with Ruth. I forgot that part. That's quite all right. It's, so a, pick it's it a big up. story. It's a big story. <laughs> so Ruth replied, don't ask me to leave you and turn back. Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you live, I will live. Your people will be my people, and your God will be my God. Wherever you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord punish me severely if I allow anything but death to separate us. When Naomi saw that Ruth was determined to go with her, she said nothing more. So the two of them continued on their journey. When they came to Bethlehem, the entire town was excited by their arrival. Is it really Naomi? The women asked. Don't call me Naomi, she responded. Instead, call me Mara, for the Almighty has made life very bitter for me. I went away full, but the Lord has brought me home empty. Why call me Naomi when the Lord has caused me to suffer and the Almighty has sent such tragedy upon me? So Naomi returned from Moab, accompanied by her daughter-in-law, Ruth, the young Moabite woman. Woman, woman. (laughs) They arrived in Bethlehem in late spring, in the beginning of the barley harvest. Okay, chapter two, Ruth works in Boaz's field. (laughs) First one. Now there was a wealthy and influential man in Bethlehem named Boaz, who was a relative of Naomi's husband, Elimelech. One day, Ruth the Moabite said to Naomi, Let me go out into the harvest fields to pick up the stalks of grain left behind by anyone who is kind enough to Hmm. let me do it. Naomi replied, All right, my daughter, go ahead. So, Ruth went out to gather grain behind the harvesters, and as it happened, she found herself working in a field that belonged to Boaz, the relative of her father-in-law, Elimelech. While she was there, Boaz arrived from Bethlehem and greeted the harvesters. The Lord be with you, he said. The Lord bless you, the harvesters replied. Then Boaz asked his foreman, Who is that young woman over there? Who does she belong to? 
And the foreman replied, she's the young woman from Moab who came back with Naomi. She asked me this morning if she could gather grain behind the harvesters. She has been hard at work ever since, hmm. except for a few minutes rest in the shelter. Boaz went over and said to Ruth, Listen, my daughter, stay right here with us when you gather grain. Don't go to any other fields. Stay right behind the young women working in my fields. See which part of the field they are harvesting and then follow them. I have warned the young men not to treat you roughly. <laughs> and when you are thirsty, help yourself to the water they have drawn from the well. Ruth fell at his feet and thanked him warmly. What have I done to deserve such kindness, she asked. I'm only a foreigner. Yes, I know, Boaz replied, but I also know about everything you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband. I have heard how you left your father and mother and your own land to live here among complete strangers. May the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge, reward you fully for what you have done. Oh, what a beautiful thing to say to her at the end. Wasn't that? That was kind. That was so kind. <laughs> I mean, everybody's could, kind here. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. You might not have known where she stood with God Almighty, you know, and to just yeah. offer her that comfort because she was a foreigner. And the wings of refuge. I so oh. love God's, the image of God's wings yeah. over us. It was super kind of him. So it he was. was kind not only with his actions, mm -hmm. which was... Well, we'll get to those in a minute. He was kind <laughs> with his words. Yes. He was kind with his words. What, what were some of the actions he was kind with? To seek her out to make sure she was okay. Uh-huh. And then to let her know, like, hey, here's the really good place to get some grain. Oh, and get some water, too. He didn't just let her, like, oh, this poor woman just, you know, picking up the scraggles, whatever, this riffraff on my field. Uh -huh. He sought her out to make sure she felt welcome yep. and safe and yep. taken care of. And safe. That's another yes. kindness. That was I huge spoke back to the young then. men. Yes. And so basically, if they touch you, they're in trouble. Right. Yeah. Oh, to yeah. have that, what a comfort that what must have been. protection. Yeah, because yeah, she's really very vulnerable mm -hmm. out there. She really she's is. She's a foreigner. She has yeah. no one to speak up for her, no right. one to protect her. Right. And she's a woman back then. Right. She had very little allies on her side. She did. So for the master of the field to come and seek her out and assure her that he had, that she had his protection. So nice. My goodness. That yeah. would have meant the world to her. It was wonderful. Yeah. And before Boaz is kind, we have Ruth's kindness mm. to Naomi. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. May the Lord deal with me ever so severely if I don't do this. Oh, wow. She's like, I've already made a promise. Don't you make me go back on it because I've told God to <laughs> basically beat me up if I don't do what I say. Yeah. She was determined to go with her mother-in-law. And then to offer to go, let me go out and get some food for us. Like, yeah. let me take care yeah. of you. Yeah. Let me humble myself and basically be a pauper and hope yeah. people drop grain so we can pick it up so we don't starve to death. Right, and make a, she would be very obvious being a foreigner then, again, yeah, kind of yeah. allowing herself to be open to ridicule, ridicule or criticism. Absolutely. Very brave. Yeah. So, oh, I love the kindness Ruth. of Ruth and yeah. Boaz. And I, I kind of believe that Naomi must have been kind for Ruth to get to know her God. You know, That's it true. when we meet Naomi, she's she's not unkind, but she's no. pretty much a mess. She's struggling with some bitterness there. She calls herself bitter. Right, right. <laughs> she's pretty much defined how she's feeling. Right. <laughs> but there must have been a time, because Ruth says, your God is my God, yeah. where through Naomi and Elimelech and the, the two sons, mm -hmm. where Ruth came to trust the God of Israel. Right. Yeah. And still trusted him, even though everything had fallen apart for them. Oh, that and she did watch all that too, right? Yeah, she never had kids. Her husband dies. Her father-in-law dies. And she's still trusting the God of Israel. Hmm. So, so there must have been some kindness there before. I yeah. think so. I do. Oh. So, All right. So yay, Ruth. Yay, Boaz. <laughs> 
Now let's look at some examples from the New Testament. There are so many to choose between because mm. Jesus was so kind so often. <laughs> like children. He was kind to children. Told the disciples, don't push them away. I know. He took time. He did. That was patience too. Yes. <laughs> to be kind to children. I love that one. And he was kind to the grieving widow of Nan who only had the one son who had died. Oh, that's right. I love that story. I love that story too. <laughs> and then to lepers, he was kind. Not only did he heal them, he touched them. Yeah, that was They huge. hadn't been touched in, I don't know how long, but That's Jesus so cool. touched them. We see his kindness over and over again. The way mm. he stops things to talk to people, the way, you know, who was it? Blind Bartimaeus shouting and causing a scene and everybody's <laughs> yeah. like, be quiet. And Jesus stops and goes, come here. Wow. He's just so kind. He is. Oh, I love so, it. so kind. Yeah. There's also a wonderful story in Acts about a kind woman. We're going to close out this part of the podcast with her story. So we're reading from Acts 9, starting at verse 36. There was a believer in Joppa named Tabitha, which in Greek is Dorcas. She was always doing kind things for others and helping the poor. About this time, she became ill and died. Her body was washed for burial and laid in an upstairs room. But the believers had heard that Peter was nearby at Lydda, so they sent two men, two men to beg him, please come as soon as possible. So Peter returned with them, and as soon as he arrived, they took him to the upstairs room. The room was filled with widows who were weeping and showing him the coats and other clothes Dorcas had made for them. Oh, but Peter asked them all to leave the room. Then he knelt and prayed. Turning to the body, he said, get up, Tabitha, and she opened her eyes. When she saw Peter, she sat up. He gave her his hand and helped her up. Then he called in the widows and all the believers, and he presented her to them alive. <laughs> <laughs> the news spread through the whole town, and many believed in the Lord. And Peter stayed a long time in Joppa, living with Simon, a tanner of hides. Wow. I'd forgotten about this story. Isn't this the sweetest story? It really is. Dorcas Tabitha. Yes. It's so weird she has two names. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but she does. But what a sweet woman she must have been. Yeah, for them to all be more. And the fact that the first thing they did when he came in, look what she's done for us. They were devastated at the loss of somebody so kind. So kind. And they and were widows. So again, we just oh, talked about Ruth right. the widow. They were dependent on the church at this they point were. to take care of them. And Dorcas saw them and made them clothes. That's so sweet. Don't you love the behind-the-scenes people? Yes. Honestly, there's so many. <clears throat> Jesus says in heaven, the first will be last and the last will be first. Yeah. Little old Tabitha, who just sewed clothing, right, and never preached a sermon in her life. Right. Or raised anybody from the dead herself. Right. She's going to be first. She I just is. think she is because wow. she saw people. Yes. And she went out of her way to be kind. She saw the needs and she fixed them. She helped yes, them yes. in practical ways too. Yeah. So, oh, Dorcas, Tabitha, Tabitha Dorcas, you're so kind. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wave to you from the back of the line. Because yes, exactly. <laughs> there you're she so is. nice. <laughs> <At the front. laughs> yes. So precious. Oh. And they, they wept for her. So she had to do more than just do clothing. She right, must have brought love with it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh. It makes me think of that first line of First Corinthians 13, you know, when it starts just defining love. Yeah. Love is patient. Love is kind. Mm, Those yes. are the first two things that define love. I know. And then to see the kindness of Jesus again, to give her back to them for a time. Yes. Wow. Yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, it's that's just, just really beautiful. neat. Like, God sees so much. He sees all those people. He and he knew that it. those widows needed her a little bit longer. Yep. yep. Just like the widow of Nain needed her one son to yes, support alive, her. Yes, alive a little bit Boy, longer. There's been a lot of widows in this 
our oh, examples. Yeah. I didn't even realize it when I was setting them up. But, oh. you know, James says, true religion is taking care of widows and orphans. Yeah. Basically, let's be kind to the ones that can't demand it because yeah. they're on the outs. Yeah. Let's show kindness to the least ones. Oh, yeah. Who are the most ones mm-hmm. because they're so precious in God's sight. Absolutely. I love it. Okay. <laughs> well, now it's our turn, Nicole. Yeah. Let's look at our four categories and talk about how we can practice exercise kindness towards God, family, Christians, and non-Christians. Mm. So God, here we go. How, how are we kind to God? How do we, how do we work this one? What, yeah. are, what are your thoughts? Kindness to God. I'm really bad at remembering to thank him for things when he does things for me. Oh, there you go. You know, going back and remembering, like, well, pray, oh, this, we need this to work out, and then it does, and it's like, yes, awesome. And we, I go and in my very way. Yes, mm-hmm. and I live in that, that blessing he's given me, and I'm like, oh, I never thanked you for this, God. Thank you for your mm. kindness to me. Thank you. I think being mindful and remembering what God has done for me, I I'm not very kind to God. that's a great way to do it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And seeing the thing he wants most is our company. Right. Um, being with him. Yeah. Telling him we love him. That's another kindness. I know. Yeah. He's so yeah. sweet. He doesn't demand much. No. He doesn't ask for oh, much. so <laughs> amazing. And then Jesus gives us a, a sort of an interesting way to be kind to him. Mm. When um, he's separating sheep from the goats, yeah. you know, at the end of the age. Yeah. And he says, I was thirsty and you... You gave me something to drink. I was hungry, mm. and you gave me food. I was in prison, and you visited me. What you did for others, you did for me. Yeah. So literally, being kind to God is being kind to those in need. Mm. He receives it as if we did it to him. Mm. Isn't that amazing? That is really cool. That's a, that's a good thing to remember. Wowzers, yeah. 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 <laughs> Just even bringing a cup of water to someone, yeah. we, you know, he receives it as done to him as well. Oh, so, I remember hearing so a song as a teenager about that, like seeing Jesus. It was kind of a, it was a shocking song to hear. Like I see Jesus underneath the overpass, you know, with stained teeth looking for money. And I'm like, what? And I was like, oh, oh, the least of these. Yeah, and he when sees you did it for Jesus. them, right. you did it for me. We need to see Jesus in them and go, this is an opportunity to be kind to Jesus yes. by, you know, yes. helping the widows about and the orphans others. and the homeless person. Yeah. So beautiful. Oh. Yeah. And I just had to read this one verse about God's kindness to us because it's one of my favorites before we move on. (laughs) It's Titus 3, verses 4 and 5. When God, our Savior, revealed his kindness and love, Mm. he saved us. Not because of the righteous things we'd done, but because of his mercy. Mm. So man was God kind to us. And we sure don't do enough righteous things to earn that death. Right? No, we don't. So, but he was kind. So, yes. And I love your thank yous. I think that's a great way to be kind to God. Mm. So, I love it. So, family kindnesses. Yeah. I have a very recent one. Oh, good. So, I will tell you my story (laughs) of a Ray kindness to me. When um, we were first married, um, I wanted, you know, birthdays to be special. And Ray was not great at birthdays being special (laughs) at all. You know, he would give me things in paper bags and his first present to me were muffin tins. And I'm like, (laughs) in a paper bag. I'm like, wow, muffin tins. He said, he said, you told me you wanted to make me muffins. Oh my goodness. Oh, 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 it was not pretty. That one should go in a book too. That's, that's really. Wow. (laughs) So you bought me a present so I'd make you muffins and you didn't even wrap it. (laughs) On my birthday. I can't even. So um, I, oh. you know, did all the things wrong, you yes. know, and oh, wept yes. and was terrible. <laughs> Just didn't make it any better at all. <laughs> yeah. But um, one of the next years, I finally got smart and wrote him a list. And oh. I said, number one, presents must be wrapped. You may use tinfoil, <laughs> but they need to be wrapped. 
Number two, there needs to be a card with mushy words. Some of those mushy words need to be your own. (laughs) Number three, there needs to be a cake and candles. You do not have to make it. Buy it. But I need candles. And I'd like flowers. So he had his list, but he kind of was hung up on the flowers part because what a waste of money. Yeah. You know, they last (laughs) three or four days and they're dead. Right. So he had this great plan. He bought me some silk roses and he figured that was it for the rest of our married life. (laughs) You're good for life. They're not going to (laughs) die. And he meant it. And I'm like, logical. Okay. That's, you know, thank you for all the other wonderful things you've done. Because from then on out, he he knew his list. And when the girls were old and Nicole, he'd go, okay, troops, time for mother's birthday. (laughs) Who's making the cake? Who's, you know, you know. You get number two. I'll get number three. Who's going to wrap the presents? Let's do it, you know. Because he knew what to do. All I had to do was tell the man what to do. I know. He's so sweet. What a novel concept to express what we want. What a novel concept. to our husbands. Right. Huh, what a thought. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's worked out much better for me than the he should know approach does. It doesn't work. Spoiler. Tell him. (laughs) So um, anyway, so I had to explain gently to him that the silk flowers are beautiful. I still have them. Yeah. But I'd like real ones. So anyways, this year... I got it all because oh. we've been married 43 years, <laughs> including the beautiful, beautiful flowers. Because oh, so nice. for Sharon, even though it makes no sense to Raymond why I would want something that dies, <laughs> that costs way too much money in his humble opinion, right? but I want it. Mm. And because he's kind, not because he thinks it's a great idea, right. Ray Gamble buys me flowers. Not everybody would want them, but right. I actually really do. My birthday's in February. But Sharon on her birthday yes. would like fresh flowers, please, yes. and thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, oh, there you I go. love that. That's my example of kindness. <laughs> that's really good. Yay, Ray. Well, and that's, I think that's key, though. It's kindness in our family is thinking through the days ahead of our loved ones, you know, and like, okay, how can I make it easier? How can I brighten your day in little ways, you know, for my kiddos? And okay, she's going to stumble and be stressed out making her lunch. So I'll make this kiddo's lunch. This kiddo wants to make her own lunch. Do not touch her lunch. She's very particular. Uh Wonderful. But I stick a little note in there as a kindness, you know, and then, you know, for your spouse too, it is the how do you feel love? Not how do I want oh, to love you? Oh, that's so important. And, oh, that's tough because how yeah. I want, how I feel loved feels like the great a great way to love my spouse. Uh-huh. He doesn't uh-huh. receive that love. Just like for Ray, buying flowers for you doesn't make him feel love. Like he makes no sense. Uh-huh. But he loves you with kindness because yes. that's how you feel love. Exactly so. So exactly being aware so. of our family and our spouses particularly, I think, yes. and knowing how they feel loved and yes. showing them kindnesses in that way. It's so important. Josh's quality time. He just wants me to sit with him, even if we're not engaged in deep conversations, staring into each other's time. eyes, yep. side by side as he's yep. playing his tractor game. Yep. And that then he talks to me. Yep. A man thing. Shoulder to shoulder time is so yep. important for And I'm guys. sitting there going, I have so much to do. <laughs> is this enough quality time yet? Can I knit while we quality time? <laughs> and just but being with him. And I should be so honored that he yeah. wants to spend time with me. yeah. 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 So that is, yeah, kindness is putting someone else's interest ahead of our own. Yeah. And it's never a big thing, just sitting. Well, for me, it feels like a huge thing to sit still, but yeah, it's really not that huge. It's not that huge. Yeah. Yep, we can One do of this. Ray's favorite things that I do for him on weekends is bring coffee to the bedroom because oh. he has a hard time waking up. Yes. <laughs> so I wake him up and say, I've got your coffee right here. Oh. So then he can take a few sips of caffeine before he gets out of bed. Yes. It takes me no time to do that. Yeah. And it, it's his top th- favorite things that I do. It's on his Isn't top favorites. Sweet? Josh yeah. used to make me a breakfast sandwich all the time oh. because he knows in the morning I don't. You're the I'm one not, that's not the morning person. I'm not a morning right. person, and right. I'm always getting the kids. He's like, you won't eat if I don't cook for food for you. So he makes me food. Oh, see, so kindness. sweet. So kind. Oh, Little things. boy, it's so nice. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Christians in church. How yeah. are we kind in church? What are some mm. ways there? 
I think being friendly and accepting of anyone that can walk in through the door that isn't dressed in their Sunday best. Not yes. being startled, but being yes. willing to greet people wherever uh-huh. they're at. Like, oh, hello and welcome, who might act or look differently than us. Yep. Um, or yep. the other Christians in the church being being kind to them. If they don't have the same interests as us, or if they come up yep. very close to our face and tell us a big, loud story when you're like, oh, hello, it's good to see you. Yes. Being kind to them. I prefer a, a foot between us, not <laughs> two inches. Right. Personal bubble. Yeah. My little brother is very good at being super close to people. <laughs> and they're like, wow. Oh, hello, my love. <laughs> he does. And that's great. But being kind to people who are yeah. so different from yeah. us because yeah. someone is being kind to me at church too oh, because I'm going to be odd to them. Exactly <laughs> so. We are not exempt from oddness. We might think we are, but we are not. No, nope. exactly. So being kind yeah. with each other's quirky yeah. behaviors. Yeah. And For a long time, we had a, a lady in our church who had dementia oh. and she would constantly mistake Ray for her husband. Oh, no. So, you know, she'd separate, get separated from her husband because she wandered, and yeah. she'd sit down beside him and, and say hello to him. Oh, my goodness. And then the husband, meanwhile, would be looking for her. Right. So I would go find him, and Ray would be kind to her until oh. the husband would take her to the real husband. Right. <laughs> Darling. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Bless her heart. Oh, my oh, goodness. That's she so precious. still attended church, and she was always so nice. Yeah. But she just got confused. She just swapped her husband up a few times. That's right. <laughs> Oh, that's a great way to be Ray kind, was though. so kind to her, Nicole. Yeah, so you could kind. have been very uncomfortable with that. You could have said, hey, that. I am not your husband. Yeah. But she wouldn't have understood at all. No, no. So there's an example. My, I've nice just given job, Ray all kinds Ray. of kudos Ray here. is a yeah. kind man. Oh, Raymond. Yeah. <laughs> so last category, um, being kind to people that don't know the Lord, kind yeah. of strangers. Yes. So that's where you're nice in line and you yep. let people cut ahead of you. Um, you open doors for people, right? What yeah. are some other ways to be kind to strangers? I feel like this is where we could really shine as Christians to the yeah. world. Like yeah. This is the opportunity. We don't always have opportunity to share our faith in great long dissertations or right. for them to see how we live. When you're standing behind someone in a grocery store, being kind, being patient, letting them go ahead of you, like you said. Yep. Oh, you, one day I was kind to somebody. This boy yep. came up and he yep. was fumbling for money and he didn't have enough. And he was a teenager and I paid for his... And I just I was like, oh, I can be I kind can to this. you. Yay. He's like, he kept thanking me. I'm like, oh, it's fine. It was like $1.50 for uh-huh. his little sandwich. Yeah, yeah. But he was like, thank you, thank you. It's those little things. Yes. We, should be wa- we have to be we watching have to watch for them. We have to kindness opportunities. It's so much exactly. easier. Like, all right, buddy, just pay for this and move on. My kids are waiting in the right, car. Right, like, just right. stop. But instead, taking the time to be kind instead of grumpy. Yeah. I don't always do that. That yeah. was a God moment. But cash, <laughs> cash register moments are huge. Yeah. Thanking the clerk. Thanking yes. the bagger. Um, you know, if something goes wrong, say, that's okay. When they're all flustered and people are yeah. yelling at them because they're just like, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, you're, you look like you're having a rough day today. Yes. A small kindness. It won't slow her down. She's still doing the thing right. as well. Right, but right. just talking with them and letting them feel like they've been so seen. So important. Yeah. Oh, Lord, make us kind. I know. Well, let us pray. No yep. last word. Mm. Lord, I do ask that you would help us to be kind. Mm. Holy Spirit, thank you that you build that fruit in us. Give us opportunities this week to be kind. Help us to notice where kindness is needed. Help us to be selfless when you ask us to be. Mm. And um, sprinkle kindness all over the place, Lord. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this episode. If you would like to extend some kindness to us, we'd love to hear from you. Write us at sweetsela.org slash podcast or donate at sweetsela.org slash donate. A review of this podcast on your favorite platform would be super kind. 
We'd love for more people to learn about the Sweet Sela Moments podcast. And do join us next week for episode 103, The Uniqueness of Goodness. Now there's an intriguing title. Thanks so much for listening today. We appreciate your kindness. We are so glad you stopped for a while with us. The Sweet Sela Moments podcast is a cooperative production of Word Radio and Sweet Sela Ministries. More information about this podcast can be found at sweetsela.org. Thank you for joining us.